Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. Two unlikely friends take on the world. James is back from Amsterdam. What's the latest? Yeah, what do you mean? Well, why were you in Amsterdam? Oh, it's Percy? my friend's birthday. A lot of people will hear that and go, that's not a reason to go to Amsterdam, including to some extent me. Really? Yeah, that's not a reason to go to Amsterdam. That feels like a stag do thing or a holiday. Right. It feels like an excessive... Birthday weekend, does yeah. it? Yeah. That's really interesting, you know, because we were kind of talking about this at one point, And I think my friend Jacob said, like, gay people, we travel all the time. Gays are always traveling. Which is ironic because there's, tr- there's a lot of places that you can't go to. Wow. Why are you saying that? <laughs> That's one hell of a segue to what we're about to talk about. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I just I guess we just like traveling. Maybe we're just running away from our reality all the time. This is actually discussed in uh, The Velvet Rage. Gays traveling. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Honestly, it's, there's a what does it say? The stereotype of a gay man is that they like to go on lots of like lavish holidays and when they have parties and stuff they they're overboard and massive and And why is that? It's to do with like overcompensating for shame and yada yada yada. I'm never reading that bloody book, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to read but it. But I'm just interested as to if I was like, "Oh, guys, we're going to Amsterdam for my birthday and it was just like a random birthday. People would be like, no, we're not. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. You know, in the red light district, is there an area where there's blokes in windows? Yeah, I think there are. That's surprising. Why? I just thought, without making a massive generalisation, that the kind of blokes who who use female prostitutes do so because... It's hard for them to access sex. Right. Which I wouldn't necessarily say is the same of the gay community. Based on the time I've spent with you and what we've discussed in this podcast, it's it's a fair assumption that gay blokes find it a lot easier to have sex with each other than straight men do with so what females. You, so you and that's, didn't... that's part of the reason why a straight guy would use a find a prostitute. This is so difficult. That is such a sheltered opinion. Is it? I think so. Okay, explain to me then why why on every window that it's girls on in Amsterdam and I I I the entire time I was there didn't see a guy. Um well maybe you were on the wrong street is the answer yeah, to maybe, your question. Maybe. So there you go. Done. Okay, fine. But I, what, I just don't think I was on the wrong but street. But what I'm actually, saying is fine. that I think you're assuming it's a huge generalization as you said. Um you're assuming that gay people don't need to pay for sex. So did you not know there was an entire Rent boy scene. You didn't know that? I know that's the thing that exists. I've got no idea how big it is. Well, Why would it, I? It's enormous. Like in Thailand, for example, and Bangkok, it's a huge trade. 
I mean, I've not experienced it myself. I haven't personally paid for sex, but I have friends that have paid for sex. And it's not just about not being able to get it because you're an old, fat, straight guy. Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> like married yeah. to some woman that you don't want to be with anymore. I feel like that was the kind not, of... No, not really. Okay, describe the man you oh, met. No, you know what I mean. Okay, well, I'm making assumptions now, but it, I think that's what you were trying to say. Not exactly. It's not just about it being easy. Sometimes you perhaps don't feel attractive enough to go and have the confidence to pull someone in a club or on Grinder, and maybe you feel that it's safer to pay someone and it's a controlled environment and you know what you're getting and you don't have to worry about any awkwardness or privacy or taking someone's number. I don't know. Like, I haven't done it, but I know people that have. And I would say that it's a bit naive of you to think that the only reason you would I didn't get a prostitute is because it's not easy to get sex. That's absolutely not why prostitution exists. It's not what I said. It is. You said that you think straight people use female prostitutes more than men would because it's harder for a straight man to get sex with a woman. I I said, tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, well, you said a minute ago, tell me if I'm wrong. I think you're wrong. Would you ever pay for sex? Uh, Yeah. Would you? If it was legal, then I would. Wouldn't you? No. Why not? Because it's just not something I'd do. Why? Well, I don't need to, firstly, and... What do you mean, I don't need to? Well, I don't need to. Because you've got a girlfriend. I don't know why you're saying it like that. <laughs> it's just such a straight guy thing to say. But I don't, do I? Well, because I don't need to, mate, do I? I don't need I'm, to, right, I don't need I'm to, well attractive. I don't need to pay for Sky Sports, because I don't want to watch sport. Like, okay, well, that's different to what I thought you meant. I thought you meant, like, I don't need to, I'm well hot. Well, that as well, to be fair. But like, <laughs> so you didn't mean that. But what, what if you... I don't have anything... You can't rule it out. Never say never. What no, if you one I, can, day, I can say what never. What if you need one day that you do want to do it's it? wank. I mean, that, I mean, that is an idea. A gay and a non-gay. Right, should we talk about the Dorchester? I do not feel like I have the energy to talk about it, which is terrible, but I've been kind of avoiding it. Let's talk about it. By which I mean, can you talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to talk about it. So the Sultan of Brunei has various like business interests around the world, and he's recently implemented a law where gay people um, will be stoned to death. Um, he owns the Dorchester group of hotels. So there's various hotels around the world. So one of them is the Beverly Hills Hotel in LA. Wow. And there's two in the UK in London. One's the Dorchester Hotel and the other one is 45 Park Lane, which is like next to it. So recently, over the weekend, there's been some protests in London outside these places. Uh, Shadow Foreign Secretary Emily Thornbury was there. She says Brunei should be kicked out of the Commonwealth. Jeremy Hunt, who's the actual foreign secretary, doesn't think that we should do that and thinks that the best way to achieve human rights is to have open dialogues with people. Uh, Oxford University, King's College London are both, they're both considering revoking the honorary degrees that they gave to the Sultan. I mean, I don't know why they did that in the first place anyway, because it's not like he's he was a good guy then. Anyway, over the weekend, a guy called Jordan Tannehill, who's a Canadian writer, he checked into the Dorchester for afternoon tea with three of his mates and um, they did an amazing protest inside the Dorchester. There's a boycott of the Dorchester Hotel. On April 3rd, the Sultan of Brunei announced the stoning by ducks with any punishment of homosexuality and adultery. We do not condone the brutality of our LGBT sisters and brothers in Brunei. The Brunei Investment Agency owns and operates the Dorchester Hotel. Please support the boycott of the Dorchester Hotel. 
of our brothers and sisters in Brunei. We stand in solidarity with our brothers and sisters. Boycott the Dorchester Hotel! Boycott the Dorchester Hotel! Boycott the Dorchester Hotel! Boycott the Dorchester Hotel! We stand in solidarity with our LGBT brothers and sisters in Brunei. Boycott the Dorchester Hotel! We do not condone the brutality of our brothers and sisters in Brunei. Boycott the Dorchester Hotel! Hotel. Boycott the Dorchester Hotel! Boycott the Dorchester Hotel! In Brunei! We stand in solidarity with our LGBT brothers and sisters in Brunei! We stand in solidarity with our LGBT brothers and sisters in Brunei! We stand in solidarity with our LGBT brothers and sisters in Brunei! Boycott the Dorchester Hotel! We stand in solidarity with our LGBT brothers and sisters in Brunei! Boycott the Dorchester Hotel! We stand in solidarity with our LGBT brothers and sisters in Brunei! Boycott the Dorchester Hotel! We stand in solidarity with our LGBT brothers and sisters homosexuality, death by stoning! Boycott the Dorchester Hotel! It was really horrible watching that. Like, watching the staff, like, basically drag this guy out. Yeah. I mean, props to Jordan. It was just really horrifying watching it. Because it felt very similar to what probably happens in Brunei. Yeah. In manhandling a gay person and being aggressive towards them. When, in my opinion, his protest was not particularly horrific. I don't know. That hotel is not owning its truth. Yeah. They should be like, you know what? Fair play. Sorry, everyone else. But they shouldn't be removing him aggressively. I don't think that's on. I don't think that's fair. I yeah, I, I understand. Just to, play, other... just to play devil's advocate, though, what do you think they... If your job is security, what would you do? Stand down and allow that protest to take place because I would agree that that is fair protest. So you lose your job by doing that. Why? Well, because you're not doing your job. So if you're a security guard and you just let carnage ensue for whatever reason, that's that's you not doing your job. That's like... It wasn't carnage. It's not like they were smashing plates or... The facts are, if the security guard does that, then he's going to get a huge bollocking because his job is to protect the establishment, which is at threat by the people doing this. Why is it a threat? You know that it is. And I, I agree with them, and I think it's a good thing Well, no one did. was arrested, right? They would have been arrested if they... That would have been the next thing, wouldn't it? Well, I, would, I don't think if I was a policeman, I could arrest them. You'd be remiss as a policeman for not doing that. It's like... It, in the miners' strike, for example, many of them supported the miners, but they're still doing a job. They're paid to do the job. Now, you can quit your job or you can do whatever, but it, you can't just not do your job. Anyway, this sultan owns these hotels and he's implemented a law that's saying gay people will be stoned. And George Clooney, Elton John, Ellen, they've come out and said, don't go to these high-end hotels around the world. Yeah. Don't support this guy, which is great. You know, the, especially George being an ally... It takes people like that who are non-gay to come out and say that this stuff is wrong. That's yeah. way more powerful sometimes. So also thanks, Dan, for wanting to talk about it. Anyway, the Dorchester's has come off social media, which I think is interesting. Why? Well, because it shows the power of protest, doesn't it? I mean, not really. It's just they just deleted their Twitter account to Deleting us. Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. That's three huge marketing channels gone. Do you know what? That actually really annoys me. What? Again, own your truth. <laughs> 
Like, Who? the Dorchester. Why are you deleting your Twitter account? Because you're getting stressed by a couple of people tweeting you the truth. Like, get a fucking grip. <laughs> Why would you delete your Twitter just because people are telling you the truth? Like, well, because honestly, they're getting bombarded with Well, they should be that. getting bombarded. Yeah, no, I know they So are. don't delete your Twitter. Accept your truth and deal with it. <laughs> It's indefensible. So rather than defend it, they're just, yeah, sacked it off. But they have put out a statement. I don't agree with this. Don't have a go at me. But they say um, that the staff who run these hotels are separate from the regime. It's not fair to take it out on them. I agree with that. Do you? Yeah, I do. I don't, actually. You don't? No, not really. No, I kind of do. I I feel sorry for, for example, I feel sorry for the people, the cast of Michael Jackson's Thriller musical in the West End right now. I feel very sorry for them. I'm sure that they're not having any financial difficulties because the show has been renewed, which is... Has slight, it? Yeah, which is a slight side eye. But, you know, I feel sorry for those people who are making money and in stable jobs-ish. Yeah. And now they're not because of someone else's behavior. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same here. It's like those people didn't necessarily know and they're working for the Dorchester in London, which is a reputable hotel or was... And now it's not. And so that is stressful to them and it's not particularly their fault. True. That's not a reason to excuse what's going on in Brunei. I don't know. It's so complicated, but I'm really emotional about it. So I don't know what I'm saying. It's not that complicated, is it? The dude who's paying all the bills is stowed in gaze. Let me put it into this context. I've got a couple of friends from Russia. Just because they're from Russia, I don't hate them. I'm not immediately That's like, not the same thing. Well, it is kind of. Because no, if someone from not. the Dorchester, if I met someone out and they were like, oh, I work for the Dorchester, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I wouldn't have a go at them. So I kind of understand their statement. Yeah, that's not the same thing as hating someone just because they're from Russia. But people do do that. I've been to Germany and had someone scream at me for Brexit. <laughs> so I understand where the hotel's coming from about the staff. Yeah. And they're important, the staff. Yeah, of course. I well, hope the protest makes a difference. Do protests work, though? Yes, I, I don't absolutely. feel like deleting the Twitter is really like... I, I take that, that as a huge sign of defeat. That's an omission of guilt and wrongdoing. Isn't it just like they don't want to have to look at it? But why they're doing that because of the pressure that people are putting on. Deleting Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, that's three huge marketing channels gone. And yes, protests do work. The international community put enough pressure on South Africa for apartheid to collapse. That was literally because of public pressure and protests. So if that can happen, there's no reason why this couldn't happen. So what do we do next? Well, boycotting is the, is the next step. And people are doing that. And there's... Plenty of institutions have pulled out of hosting events and, and whatnot at the Dorchester. But does the That's, Sultan care? I don't know. I don't know him. Literally one hotel that's still making a shitload of money from people staying there. Well, it's making less money, isn't it, than it was. It Do we know be. that? Yeah. If I, it... if I don't go there... So, for example, I haven't been there since they introduced Sharia law in 2014. And I, I would was... you have been there before? Yeah, I would... I go, like, once, maybe twice a year for, like, afternoon tea because it's fucking amazing. I'll go with, like, Talia for, like, a birthday or something because it is amazing there. What well, it, it was. Don't go there. <laughs> this isn't an ad. <laughs> I haven't been there since 2014. So maybe when we would go, we spend 50 quid, 75 quid. They've Fair. made 75 pounds less every year because of that. I know that sounds Adam Partridge, but it's true... It's trivial, but it's fair. Is it trivial? Like right. One penny less. That's yeah, better I, than... no, absolutely agree. I agree. I'm just being a bit defeatist right so now. The Deu- I'm just so I don't tired. Know. So of the, Deu- all of this. the Deutsche Bank, for example, have banned all their employees from having anything to do with it, and God knows how many people they must employ. So that's amazing. Yeah. What would happen if I went to Brunei and I, I was like, hey, I'm gay, bring it on. If I did that, or if we all did that, if like a whole airplane 300 400 people like went out there and did that what would they do i think i think the rule applies to muslims 
Muslims only. I think. That's that's just so... In a country where it's two-thirds Muslim, but I don't know that, that for a fact. That is so awful. Um, what, just because... What, <laughs> that's disgusting. But yeah, I see your point. They can't kill everyone, but... That is so evil. So I couldn't be stoned to death because I'm a white Christian guy. I, I think so. Well, what a joke. I, I don't know which is better or worse. Well, no, it's it's horrific. If, if it's a rule, it should... Well, I mean, it's just disgusting that they believe in religion and the rules of that faith so much so that they've turned this... They've made this insidious rule out of it. Well, let's be clear. I think they believe in a version of a faith. I think most Muslims or most people of any faith would think this is as shocking and appalling as we do I'd hope so I don't know a Muslim person who thinks this is a fucking good idea okay put it that way (laughs) guys it's less than two months until our biggest ever live show at the Underbelly Festival on London's South Bank please god buy tickets (laughs) Dan and I are freaking out we have heard some messages from people saying they're flying in for it which is kind of crazy yeah but I'm so excited to meet you if you're doing that you can buy tickets right now at gaynongay.com slash live tickets are £14 that includes a booking fee so there's no extra admin on top of your ticket yes that's right if you are flying in by the way from a different country or city don't stay at the Dorchester. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you were buying the beers. To be fair, I bought, you a beer. I bought so many beers in Edinburgh. Did you? Yeah. When I meet our listeners, I'm so in awe of the fact that we would have paid money to come and see us that I'm just like, oh my God, thanks for coming. Do you want a drink? Oh my God, amazing. So if I see you in Edinburgh, can you, can you get the beers in? Well, Not I, you. Can... No, they, we'll get them. If you've flown in for it, we'll buy you a drink. It, but, also... but you need to present your, air... <laughs> <laughs> present your airport ticket. But yeah, come and see us. It's going to be really fun. We're starting to think about what we're going to do now. And uh, I came up with a great idea. I thought we should do Dick Pick of the Year awards. Like, you know, where we review dick pics. I don't really know what that means. Dan thinks it's body shaming. I mean, firstly... No, it's it's not. It's about the composition and the the artistic nature of the piece. And the duvet or... The duvet. The the background. Why don't we do duvet of the year? No, like, it'd be like... It's because people could be quite creative with dick pics. Can they? Yeah. Well, I've never taken one, sent one, or received one. So you're, you're I don't perfect, intend on doing it. Perfect so, judge. No, I'm, well, I, I've got Completely no... Completely impartial. The whole thing about dick pics, I don't understand. Why? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? Well, well, I don't know why you would. It's a bit like if you buy something on Amazon, you want to see what it looks like before you commit. It's the same I, thing, isn't is it? Is it? Yeah. I don't get it. What do, I don't understand how you don't get that. Like, sometimes if you're going around someone's house, you want to know what you're getting. It's debasing everything to, like, the most... It's dehumanising. No, it's not. It's a thing of beauty. It makes humans. It's rank. No, it's not. How can you say that? You've got one. Yeah, and it's rank. No, it's not. not no more than anyone else's it is or isn't. But I don't think well, actually, I don't know. I don't think fair, mine but... is rank. Thank you. I like mine. Okay, cool. Well, maybe submit it for, your, <laughs> for this event. But I do could, it in your own time. I could put my own in... If in our live show, I could like hide it within am- amongst others and and not tell anyone. Would we do tits of the year? No. Well, why not? Because that's gross. That's so toxic and like masculine. That's like dehumanizing women. Well, I don't see how doing dick pic of the year is any different, but with men. Because I mean, <laughs> okay, I see your point, but <laughs> women don't do that. Women don't, don't just do send what? you pictures of their fannies, do they, or their tits? They don't just send you those pictures without they don't consent. Send me them, no. no, but men are often on dating apps and grinder, like and to straight girls as well as gays, will just send pictures of their dick unsolicited. You know, people write on their profiles, no unsolicited dick pics, please. Because people just send pictures. And I think if they send that picture to you 
then then you should body shame them. No, I'm not going to shame the size of their dick. I'll blur the dick out. It's not about that. It's about the piece and the composition. Anyway, gaynongay.com slash live. Thanks for listening. If you want more, subscribe at gaynongay.com or on iTunes or, you know, whoever your favourite podcast supplier is. Kisses. Mwah.